Before we start the discussion, we just wanted to give everyone a trigger warning that we will be discussing eating disorders in this episode. So please just be aware, and if it's something that you can't listen to right now, that is completely okay. They are the best. I like me a thick black Oreo. Oh, do you? <laughs> Tell us more about your preferences. <laughs> I'm just Ooh, that was so inaccurate. Hey, beautiful humans. Welcome back to Bedtime Thoughts, a podcast where we discuss Black and queer issues that keep us up at night. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Juliet. How's it going, girl? How you doing? I'm doing, like, pretty good. Okay, actually, so... <laughs> I just Big wanted turnaround. to let the people... <laughs> yeah, right? Um, I wanted to let the people know what happened today. So, today... I was peacefully sleeping. Oh, no. I was taking a nap. Wow. You and, do that? You know, I only do it very rarely, but <laughs> last night I went to bed at like 1 o'clock. It was not good. It's a normal time for me. Oh, that's <laughs> painful. I was so tired. I was like falling asleep while I was working. It was not beneficial, Sounds but right. I, was, I was taking a nap and... All I hear, I just hear these alarms, like, piercingly loud alarms start going off. Like some, bah, bah, some of that. Yes, exactly <laughs> like that. It woke me up from my peaceful slumber. Oh, no, like the peaceful slumber. And I was like, bitch, didn't you see me sleeping beauty up in here? No, they <laughs> no. didn't care. <laughs> I walk into the hallway, and there are lights flashing, and the alarm is blaring it's so piercing and like the entire building got evacuated and my peaceful nap really got fucked up so how long did you nap for <sighs> like 30 minutes bitch why explain <laughs> it i thought it, i thought you were like two minutes in and that bitch went off no i wasn't two minutes in <laughs> honestly that's the worst way to be woken up i remember several times at our old apartment with um, the alarms going off because they were doing construction and they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Fuck that construction <laughs> company and all of their okay. OSHA violations. Ooh, all of the OSHA violations. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that shit went off like at least five times in one summer. Like in the in the morning, morning, like seven o'clock. Yeah, no. One time it went off at like two in the morning and that was probably, like, the worst. Did you leave the building at that time, or were you just like, meh, fuck it? <laughs> so, I, <laughs> I woke up fucking panicking. Like, I did not know what was going on. Like, I was in, like, full, like, panic mode. I grabbed my keys, and I fucking ran in the garage, and I got in my car, and I <laughs> drove out of the garage. Which, oh, my God. Which, like, was so much more effort than just fucking walking down the stairs. I mean. And leaving the building. I mean. So. I mean. And then I had to drive around in circles because I'm in my car. So at like, 2 o'clock in I the morning. At 2 o'clock in the morning. And it was awful. How did you know when to go back to your apartment? Um, I don't remember. I just drove around until I saw the fire department leave. Mm-hmm. So fun. Yeah. Anyways, so that was like that. 
but it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's good. It's all in the hood. Well, How are you? <laughs> How are you? Well, I'm sitting in my closet eating fluff out of the jar with a plastic spoon <laughs> and sangria out of a travel mug. So, I don't know. <laughs> Take that how you want, I guess. Like, it sounds great I to me. Love that for you. <laughs> so I brought. So here's Alyssa. Here's Alyssa thoughts. Okay, I brought the full bottle of sangria upstairs because I was like, I'm gonna need this tonight, right? And the the sangria that you left here. So I had like three quarters of a bottle left. Brought it upstairs with a glass. One of my two remaining glasses. Thank you, Juliet. And I only broke one. <clears throat> okay, first I of broke all. one also, but yours was okay. Yours was a party. <laughs> Your glass breaking was a party. I'm it's okay. I love you. I'm sorry. I you. They were very cheap. Everything I do is eventful. <laughs> Facts. So I brought the glass upstairs, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna be a bad bitch, classy bitch. I'm gonna drink my wine while we record this episode, and then I looked at myself in the mirror. And I was like, you look like a bitch that would spill some shit. (laughs) (laughs) You look like a bitch that would turn her carpet red in this motherfucker. So I was like, knowing that, I could still proceed with the glass and be a bad bitch. But when it spills, not even if it spills, but when it spills... I'm going to be really upset with myself because I already had this conversation with myself in the mirror (laughs) saying that you look like that type of bitch. So I just went ahead and was proactive and got a travel mug. And um, so now we're here. Also, Corey texted me, just texted me, that there are five developing hurricanes in the Atlantic Ocean at this very moment right now. (laughs) So so, (laughs) it's going really well for Earth. (laughs) <laughs> I'm having the best time. Wow. You guys can't see, but I'm doing my Aaron fingers. You know they don't like, know what Aaron fingers are. <laughs> you guys so. gotta know Aaron to to know. So the these Earth- people are like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> so um, yeah. Wow, five hurricanes. Did you know that? I mean, is my life one of them? <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it six. <laughs> Did Quite you frankly. know that? <laughs> no, honestly, I don't. I I feel like I am the most Floridian and that I really don't give a shit about a hurricane Bitch. until it's like on its way. And like as it's hitting, I'm filling up my tub with water. Oh my god. <laughs> I wow, I felt that so deeply. So I, I just like it's so bad. So one of my friends, Aaron, actually was like, there's a fucking hurricane coming. And I was like, Aaron, it's like Bless a category one. And she was like, She's it's freaking a fucking out. hurricane. And I was like, but hear me out. We have <laughs> tropical storms worse than category one hurricanes. And I just feel like I wasn't very comforting in that moment. I don't think that that was the right thing for you to say. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Um, but, like, I feel like. Where Floridians are just kind of like fucked fuck up bad because it's like <laughs> it's just like fuck it. It's just like fuck it. It's just a big <laughs> ass not, storm. It's not even great. Like I remember when when I was like in Miami and Wilma hit. 
I think it was Wilma. And, like, electricity was out. Like, we didn't have water. They had, like, people coming through the streets giving us, like, those meals that, like, heat themselves and stuff like that. The what? They're, like, these, like, meals. And they, like, heat themselves. Like, they have this thing at the bottom where they, like, heat heat up. Like, you shake it and it, like, heats itself up. What? Like, one of those yeah. instant ice packs but for food? Yeah. What? It's pretty cool I mean, um I don't as think a I've child experience that i was really excited about it and my mom was like you can't have one and i was like but all my friends are eating them why why wouldn't and she like, let you have one because we only had like a certain amount mm. you know and like i was just like being annoying um but but yeah, so it's not even like I haven't experienced a terrible hurricane. I just like I don't know why like my brain just like forgets that like hurricanes can literally rip off entire roofs of buildings and like rip out washing machines from the inside of those buildings. Mm-hmm. But like my brain is like, fuck it up, let's party. Fuck it up, let's <laughs> party. For real. I think we're just conditioned as Floridians to just like not give a fuck until it's like right on top of us, you know? Yeah. I remember like <laughs> <laughs> I remember sitting on someone's car in the middle of a fucking hurricane. Wow. Yeah. It was like that. You know, when I was younger and um, my best friend at the time lived like three doors down from me and we would have hurricane parties and I was mm-hmm. like eight, nine, ten at the most and we would literally, I would walk to her house in the middle of an of a hurricane, and we would sit, yep. like, we, we lived in an apartment building, so, like, her house was right in front of the stairwell. We would sit in the stairwell during the hurricane. There was one time that the wind was so high that we decided to get up on the stairs and see if the wind could pick us up off the ground. And do you know what the wind did? It fucking picked your ass the up off the ground. The wind pick you up off the ground, and we literally hung on. I we we flagpoled it. That's that's literally oh what God, happened. No. And we were like eight, nine, and I was a tiny kid, so it wasn't hard for me to be picked up off the ground. Who told us? Who allowed us? Where were your parents? Thinking back. I'm just like, my mom was so strict. Why would she ever let me do that? Yeah, that makes no sense. Zero sense. So that happened. That was part of my childhood. We would have, like, tea parties. Not tea parties. That's lame. We would have, like... Um, okay. Rude. <laughs> Did you have tea parties? I'm sorry for everyone out there who really likes tea parties. Alyssa didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I did. Um, oh, God. <laughs> we would have Polly Pocket parties underneath the stairwell that's lame thank you just being real <laughs> <laughs> anyway oh my god so that's um, happening five hurricanes that's... stock up on your fucking pantry items because i know i know you don't have shit in there to be fair though i was explaining to my boss that i don't have a lot of food in my house because i literally only have enough food to get me through the week and that's I was explaining this to my boss, an and he was like, that's fine, I have a Costco card, so, like, if you ever need, if he was like, if a hurricane does happen, I'll just go and get you some stuff. He was just like, just call me. I'm going to need you to call him, because right now is so, the time. I really don't, I feel like those hurricanes will probably die down. 
No, I'm really underestimating this. Here we are, Floridian <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> because there are five, Juliet. There are five. They might merge into one super hurricane, and then we're shit out of luck. And then we won't even have to worry about Florida catching on fire because we'll be underwater. Um, that's such a, like, drastic look at that, but okay. I think that... Um, <laughs> I will get some food, Mm -hmm. but in the case that we do get a super hurricane and it floods this bitch, what the fuck is food going to do for me? Are you just not going to eat? I mean, I might drown. But in the event (laughs) that you don't drown, are you just not going to (laughs) eat? I mean... Also, you're on the third floor, so... (laughs) 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 Let's talk about that part. I am on the third floor, aren't I? Yes. I like how you're trying to get out of buying food for yourself. That's what you're doing right now. Okay, hear me out, though. I did buy three boxes of pasta. Okay. What happens if the power goes out? I thought that was the most unnecessary shit I've ever done in my life. I was like, I was was holding these, I was looking at these boxes of pasta in my cart, and I was like, you are one fucking person. And I heard, I heard Alyssa's voice and I heard my sister's voice in my head. <clears throat> Same like, that shit. bitch, you're gonna fucking starve. So. Okay. I'm proud like, of you. I'm proud of you for buying an excess amount of pasta. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I cut you off. No, because you're just gonna tell me that buying the, that pasta is stupid in case the electricity goes out. So what the fuck do you want me to eat, Alyssa? I wasn't going to say beans? stupid. That's not what I was going to say. I was just going to say that it just might not be as effective. They might not be as tasty uncooked, you know? You know what I mean? Honestly, like, I feel like no one's going to loot the vegan restaurants, so that's the first place I'm going to go. Honestly, you live in Orlando, so good luck with that. <laughs> okay, honestly, you're probably right. Okay. So this All weekend, right. I'm going to need you to go and stock up on some, I don't know, fucking beans. How about you... I have so many black beans. You, you think beans are going to get me through? I, I think beans will help you survive, yes. <laughs> you, if you have to eat beans for a week, so be it. So bean it. Well, I have enough beans to get me through the week, so... How many cans? One? When I said that I had multiple cans, why did you think that multiple meant one? Two? You think multiple means two. Okay. Three at minimum. So. Three? I have a minimum of three cans. Do you have more than three? Probably. Okay. No, I'm not very confident in that answer. Just like. I. Just like visualizing your pantry right now. And, you know, what it has been in the past. I just see a lot of empty space. And not I a lot like of you're beans. You know. Being an asshole right now. <laughs> Not being an asshole, I just want to make sure that you survive. Because you're not going to drive here in a hurricane. I can't take care of you. Alyssa, if I was going to drive anywhere, I would drive to my sister's house. (laughs) Bet. Fuck you too, bitch. (laughs) I'm just saying my sister has three kids. She has a lot of food. That's fine. I don't want you here anyway. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, you were the one, you literally just told me that I can't drive to your house because you don't have enough food for me. So That's not what I said. I said, you're not going to drive to my house in the middle of a hurricane. 
I didn't say that I wouldn't take care of you, but it's fine. No, drive to your sister's house. Drive to drive to Julie's <laughs> house, and it's fine. Go ahead. Bye. Julie lives in Texas. I'm not driving to Texas. Oh my God, Julie lives in Texas. I thought Julie lived in Miami. Sarah lives in Texas. I mean, Sarah lives in Miami. Shit. Wow. I've known you. I've this whole time. I had them swap the people. Beautiful humans. Both I have their, explained. Both of to, their significant others start with the letter J, and I get confused. She gets my sister's names, Sarah and Julie, confused because their husband's name starts with a J. I just want to explain to you guys that I have explained to Alyssa on several occasions that Julie lives in Texas and Sarah lives in Miami. And we still have this conversation. I'm just, I'm not good. I'm not good at it. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. I still love you. I still love you too. Okay, let's get into victories. Wow, that was, that was lengthy. We, you know what we're doing? We're making up for last week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I feel like I have a little bit of personality back, so y'all are going to get all of it. Oh, joyous. (laughs) Cannot wait for the personality. Um, do you want to start with your victory? No. Why? I still have to think of mine, so I'm going to need you to start with yours. Oh my. (laughs) Okay. So my victory for this week. (laughs) I haven't even started and this bitch is laughing at me. (laughs) I'm not laughing about your victory. I'm just laughing. It's all, you know. So... My victory for this week is that I, okay, guys, as we all know, we're not going to elaborate on it anymore. I've been feeling shitty for like the past month. It is what it is. It's life. But when I decided that I was going to start implementing these things in my life to like make myself feel a little less shitty, I was like, I'm going to start taking this heels class. Mm. Um because I follow the instructor on Instagram and she is bomb as fuck and her classes always look great. So I was like, let me take this class. I took a class on Monday and I was like, I don't feel confident at all in myself and the way that I look and my like and being sexy. I just didn't feel confident. And so I went to her after class and I was like, I feel like really like open and vulnerable when I'm like dancing in front of people and with pole it's like you have that item you have that prop like I'm gonna be completely transparent no matter what you do on a pole people are like oh my god that looks so good (laughs) because it's a pole but when you don't have a pole it's like you have to be the center of the tension Mm -hmm. so I was telling her this and she was like you need to come to my Thursday like workshop freestyle class and but the class was full so she like, got the owner of the studio and was like, can you pretty please add Juliet to this class? And he did. He added me. And so I went to this class. I was so nervous. I was just, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, with all of these people, mm-hmm. like, they're so good. And they're so, like, I don't know. I was like, what am I going to do? You know, like, how am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know, you need to give it your all. And you need to, like, use this time to just dance. And um, so that's what I did. I, like, put my 110% in this class. And 
when I tell you guys, like, I felt so confident by the end of that class. Like, I was like, I am the baddest bitch, and you cannot tell me shit. You can't fucking tell me nothing. And not only that, but I met so many people. Like, everyone in the class was, like, so nice and encouraging, and they were cheering everyone on, and it was, like, it was just such a vibe, and it just lifted my spirits in a way that I really needed. I mean, I still feel like I'm on cloud nine from like taking that dance class and I I signed up for another Monday class which is like when we learn choreography and they have a videographer there so they will record you and I signed up for that class and I was like a a bitch is prepared okay I'm gonna walk in there with my heels I'm look good I Mm -hmm. I'm allergic to jewelry but I bought some hoop earrings oh you did I did I bought some hoop earrings guys Guys, I wish that you, I wish that we recorded these episodes, like, video recorded, because you really should see the amount of neck that Juliet has going on (laughs) right now. Like, the amount of head rolling (laughs) that she's got going on, that bitch is confident as fuck now. Let me tell you. (laughs) Let me tell you. She's got so much attitude, like, night and day after this fucking um, video. You all should follow her page (laughs) at what is it? Pole JVL? JVL Pole? Whatever the fuck it is, follow that shit and watch that <laughs> video because that bitch is rocking. Oh my God. She looks so good. She looks so good. Good. You exude so much confidence. Like I told you, so much confidence. It just like, it doesn't matter how long you were dancing for, it it sh- it just shone through. Is shown a word? Not the type of shone. Not I was like, shown. It shined. Um, like, it shined doesn't seem correct, but I feel I don't know. Shown, shown through. We're gonna shown. say shown. We're gonna say shown. <clears throat> anyway, you could see that bitch. It came through. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. And you looked amazing. And I'm so proud of you. Thanks. It was amazing. Ten out of ten. Recommend everyone to take a heels class, or if you're in Orlando, the dance class or the instructor is like her name is Dance by Drea. So you can like look up her classes and definitely take one because the vibe in those classes is amazing. Yeah, you could tell just from the video and like how was that her at the end of it? That like Yes. <laughs> yes. Was just like I can't believe that just fucking happened. Like that was her face. Yes. Like, I can't believe that just came out of your body. <laughs> yes. She was like, You did so amazing. And I was like, You did literally thank you for making a space for me in this class because that is exactly what I needed. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so what's your victory? Um, okay. I've been tutoring, but I think I'm gonna... I, so my victory for this week is that I went to go visit my best friend because I got two best friends, y'all. Um, my best friend, Kritisha, <laughs> in South Carolina. And it was a really good weekend. Um... We we kind of just, like, played it by ear, which is what we usually do. We don't necessarily always have a plan. Um, but I really wanted to go hiking since it was, like, South Carolina and, you know, mountains. But she's in Charleston, so there wasn't really that many places to go. But the one thing that I took from that trip was that I was just, like, really go with the flow. And prior to I, – I feel like prior to this year – I wasn't really like that, and I would get really upset when things didn't go the way that I wanted them to go, and Mm -hmm. the way that, like, I visualized them, like, the plan that I had in my head about the way things would go, um, 
And this year I've been really working on just just accepting the present and accepting like what is happening right now and not getting upset if things didn't go the way that I thought they would. Really just not having any expectations, I guess, is what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying like I shouldn't have expectations for anything, but when it comes down to things that maybe I can't control or um, things that are not really, it's not really important if it happens or not, like just just kind of controlling that expectation. So it was a really good weekend because I I felt myself relax and um, actually enjoy her presence and enjoy the time that we spent together. Yeah. And I got to meet my nephew, Havoc, her new dog, um, who I absolutely adore. And he's so cute. He's like a, we think he's like a pit chihuahua, which I have no idea how that happens. How do you, how do they have sex? I'm not sure, but he's super Um, fucking cute. When you, did you, I showed you a picture. He looks like a, he's a very short I did not get chihuahua vibes. What would you think? Like Dachshund or however you say that? I think it's Dachshund. Dachshund? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Who says Dachshund? Somebody has said that to me before. I didn't just come up with that. Must have been Tammy. I believe you. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't get Chihuahua vibes, but it's, I guess it's possible. He's it's very It's definitely small. not natural, but it's possible. No, definitely not. But he's cute, and he's really loving. Very anxious, but super loving, so... Oh, I love that. It was nice. It was a nice weekend. Yeah. But I've just, I've been really tired this week, so I'm just glad. I'm just happy to kind of just, like, not do anything this weekend and just, like, relax. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Take a nap. You have been, like, go, go, go. Like, I mean, you've been, like, fucking going I didn't consistently. Feel, it didn't, I didn't realize it, though, until this week when I, like, my body was just like, mm, we don't want to do this anymore. Like, stop. Yeah. Pause. Question halt. mark. Mm. Maybe don't do this yeah. again. Ever? <laughs> <laughs> but when I look at back at it, I'm like, okay, for the last three weeks, I've kind of just like not been taking care of myself. So this weekend, going to do some self-care, going to clean my house, going to do all the things. We love it. Mm-hmm. All right, Alyssa, I think it's it's about time. It's about that time. Yeah, we're like 30 minutes in. What? We what? are. It's, it's wild. It's about that time. But, <laughs> so. you know, I feel like we haven't had a good, like, catch-up. That's true. We haven't really talked that much this week. Like, we've talked, but we haven't really talked-talked, so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, what is keeping us up in these motherfucking sheets, Juliet? <sighs> this week, we are talking body. Mm. Oh my god, can we cut that? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. We are definitely not cutting that. Also, I love I that song. Like, Thank you for reintroducing that to me. I'm going to listen to it tonight. Honestly, like, I remember that song solely because, like, she flashed everyone and the gaze went crazy. What do you mean do you she remember flashed that? everyone? When she was, like, singing that song at a concert, she, like, flashed no, Everyone. she did not. She did, and the gays went insane. Oh, no, not the gays. Yeah, the I gays were, like, that. obsessed with her after that. Yeah, she's pretty great. I love her. Isn't she bi? Um, I don't know, but that would probably add to why the gays went crazy. Yeah, one of her songs, I'm pretty sure she was talking about a girl, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. We love to see it. Um, okay. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> we're talking body. <laughs> we're talking body. We're talking 
body image and how we view our bodies and our relationships to them. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so what do you, when someone says body image to you, what do you think of? Wow, let's just get right the fuck into it. Um, <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I was not ready. Um, so when somebody says body image to me, I think of like how I... Um, view myself and how I view other people viewing me and how like how I'm perceived by other people you know mm-hmm. um, yeah and yeah and how people accept my body how other people accept my body not necessarily how I accept my body how do you view body image when I think of body image I I think primarily about myself like, wow. I think primarily really? about like, how I view myself and how I feel in my body and what I think about my body. I I feel like I tend to be a lot harder on my body than the people around me. That's usually how it is. Yeah. Um, but I also, like, was talking to my therapist about it, and she told me that she thinks that it's, like, a coping coping mechanism for me because if I judge my body harshly enough then there's no room for anyone else to judge my body so harshly they fall short mm-hmm. exactly so she was like you're just essentially you're just hyper aggressive yeah <laughs> trying to yourself. do like what you think the world will do which is so probably I do think about other people like subconsciously yeah I think when it I think we're saying the same thing except we're on we're on different kind of sides of it like Obviously, I think about myself and how I view my body, but I view, I think about it, I think about how I view my body based on how other people view my body. And I think you're saying the same thing, except you just have a larger emphasis on how you view your body, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Kind of. <laughs> no. It probably doesn't. So, yeah. So, we... So now that we've got our definitions down about how we view our bodies. So I think, like, when you talk about, like, body image and how we view ourselves, there are different ways of of perceiving body image. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there are different aspects of it. And, like, different people, I feel like, hold closer to a certain perception so like for you like you think a lot about how your body is perceived outwardly Mm -hmm. you know and then for me I think about a lot about how my body is perceived inwardly and um and I think like how we look plays a part into it and how we think about our body plays a part into body image and um and then how we behave based on that mm-hmm. impacts it. Mm-hmm. So I guess we can, like, go through those, like, different aspects of body image. Yeah. So we've these, these different aspects that we're talking about are um, they're perceptual, which is, like, the way that you see yourself. It's effective, <clears throat> the way that you feel about the way that you look cognitive the thoughts and beliefs that you feel about your body and then behavioral the things that you do in relation to the way that you look okay so we'll just start with like the way you see yourself so when you look at yourself you know like as just 
everything all together, you know, like a black woman, an athlete, Mm -hmm. all of these things. How does that impact the way that you like walk through, not the way that you walk through the world, but how does that impact like what you see when you look in the mirror? So I think that it's, I think that it's multi-layered and I think that's true for everyone. Um, But for me, it's multi-layered because I have this identity of being a very skinny girl and then I also have this identity of being an athlete. And I've always been very small growing up. And um, I have a lot of memories of people telling me, wow, you're so skinny. Oh, I want to look like, like, there'll be, oh, I want to look like you. And then there'll be people who will say, oh, you need to eat a cheeseburger. You know, like, you need to eat more. You need to put meat on you. And mostly... Actually, it's pretty It's pretty 50-50. So I think that's shaped the way that I look at myself a lot because I don't think that people realize that whenever you comment on someone's weight, it's going to impact them, regardless of if they're overweight, underweight, normal size, or normal, in quotes, because <clears throat> there's society. No <laughs> um, but when I was growing up, I was very small. I was always under 100 pounds. Like, I think when I got into college, I was 100 pounds. Um and people would comment on my weight. In middle school, people would say, like, I'm anorexic, I have an eating disorder, like, would say these things about me that were not true. And I think that I got mean because of that (laughs) on top of a lot of things. I got mean to protect myself. But I also, like, viewed, I also viewed myself as a much larger person. Like, not weight, like, not overweight, but I always thought I was bigger than I am and when I look in the mirror I think that like when I when I look at myself I'm like oh you kind of thick you know like I look at myself and I'm like I have thighs I have I have somewhat of a butt like I'm not this stick but then when I see myself in pictures I'm like wow I look kind of sick like I'm very small and like so I think looking at myself in the mirror versus in pictures. I don't really know how I got here. But <laughs> looking at myself in the mirror versus pictures, I think is very different for me. Mm-hmm. All in all, I feel like people idealizing my body and telling me I'm too skinny and just those those kind of mixed signals have kind of combined into me having the skewed idea of the way I look. And it's kind of hard to see what is reality. Yeah, but I think that when you look at yourself, you know the progression that your body has made. You know, like, you know what you look like when you were under 100 pounds, you know what you look like. Now you understand how your body has progressed. When other people look at you, they don't understand how your body has progressed. Yeah. You know, because, like, from freshman year to now, you are a lot thicker. Thank you. You know, like, you're welcome. (laughs) Um and you know like it's changed but people who don't know you they don't see that change and so like they just look at you as this like skinny mini person with the Mm -hmm. body or whatever the case may be for sure and i think like in the black community there's just like there's this almost like obsession with being thick in some sort of way yes and but it's almost like a fetish I cannot say this word, fetishization. <laughs> oh, part two. <laughs> part two of not knowing how to say fetishization. I don't know. Anyways, I feel like being thick is fetishized in the black community. Yeah. And so you have this, like, 
weird thing where it's like girls who are perceived as too skinny are, you know, their weight's always commented on. They're told they look sickly. They need to gain more weight. Mm -hmm. But then on the other, like on the flip side, I've seen my friends who are thicker and like people are like armed and ready with like really rude things to say in the case that that person rejects them right so it's like this like two-sided thing but I think first of all just like can we stop (laughs) commenting on people's weight when we see first and foremost (laughs) first and foremost like just like cut that shit out it is unnecessary you don't know how that person like perceives their weight you don't know no idea if they're happy with the weight that they've gained or the weight that they've lost you don't know if it's because of like something traumatic happening you don't like you don't know and it's just it's really unnecessary yeah like even just saying I think that in the past it's been a compliment to say that you've lost weight you know Mm -hmm. like that people acknowledge that you've lost weight and I know like working in the health industry and working with clients who are trying to lose weight they they value people saying that to them because they value other people's um how other people perceive them and I know that they enjoy people saying that, but you, you know, you never know. I, I've just recently, just a week ago, this girl was just like, wow, you're so skinny. Wow. Like you're so tiny. And she was, she was saying that because I was like moving boxes. She's like, do you need help with that? Like you're so small. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm stronger than you. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and second of all, like, just because I'm small, it doesn't mean that I'm not capable of doing something. And people, I feel like people think that it's a compliment, and it's not. It's when you are talking about somebody being small and, like, idealizing their body, it's like, I always say this, but it's almost like equating, it's almost like telling a fat person that they're fat, you know? Telling me that I'm skinny and t- talking about my weight is just as hurtful as somebody saying that you're fat. To me, that's how I perceive yeah. it. That's how I, I take it. And it's it's not a compliment for me, you know? Yeah. I think it's also interesting, though, that, like, you know, and I, I think it's, like, really valid, like, how you view these words. But I remember, um, one, like, talking to my therapist one day because I was, like, she was asking me, like, what, like, what, like, what are you afraid of, like, when you look at your body and stuff? And I was like, well, like, I'm afraid of being fat. And she was like, well, what's wrong with that? And I was like, well, like, then I wouldn't be healthy. And she was like, but some healthy people are fat. And I was like, yeah, but, and, and so she's like breaking it down. And she was like, you, you use these words and you don't really like, you're equating them to something that they shouldn't be equated with. Right. And I think that is what we do as a society. We take these words like skinny and fat and thick and all of these things and we put these values on them that aren't equated. And then, you know, we, we say, oh, like healthy. But what do we mean when we say healthy, right. right? Because, you know, there are people out there who are much larger than me and much skinnier than me who are probably way more healthier than I am, mm-hmm. right? But like, we have these ideas that like skinny means healthy and fat means unhealthy and that's not true and it really like fucks with your head when you have these people when you already have these like words associated with things that they shouldn't be associated with but then on top of that 
now like you have people growing up with all sorts of insecurities and now these words are being like thrown on them mm-hmm. and and they're equating them you know like growing up like that so like I know for me like when I I have like a very like complicated feeling with like relationship with my body um and like how I perceive myself because um you know like I do struggle with an eating disorder and like it's something that like I'm rarely ever if ever talk I think for a long time it was literally just my parents and my sisters who knew you know and and Kayla like it was pretty much it um that I had an eating disorder but it was like for me when I look at myself like I like see this like really large person sometimes you know like I like it I don't I know that that's not like what I look like in the world but like that's what I think I look like and so um for me like my body is a is almost a way for me to control like what's going on around me like when I can't when I have no control in the world it gives me a sense of control but in that it also like gives me a very like false sense of self of like how I look and like who I am and like and it impacts, like, the way that I, like, navigate the world and, like, the clothes that I buy and stuff like that, like, because when I see myself, like, I don't see myself all the time as, like, you know, a small or even a healthy person, you know? Right. And so, I, like, there, there's, I don't have them anymore, but I had, for a while, I was, like, buying, like, a lot of clothes that, like, really didn't fit me you know, and then I was holding on to clothes that were too small for me because to me it was like, this is a goal. Mm -hmm. And like, I finally had to like throw them out because it's not a goal, you know? And like one thing my sister tells me all the time is like, you're a grown woman and you have the body of a grown woman and that's okay. Like you don't have the body you had when you were in middle school and that's fine Yeah, because you're not that and you weren't healthy then. Mm -hmm. So like for me, like the way I perceive myself is like really complicated and I think that's why I'm so much harder on myself like when I look at myself and like I think it's also like why I don't like people commenting on my weight either and like not for the same reasons as you but just because like there there were times like when I got to college I lost like 15 pounds in like the first like few months of being in college I remember people like, ranting and raving about my body, Mm -hmm. like, oh my god, like, wow, you're so beautiful, you know, like, you look so good, something changed, like, your face looks different, Mm. (laughs) and I was like, (laughs) we love that, you know, your girl's starving herself, but it's fine, (laughs) (laughs) fuck, (laughs) um, but yeah, no, but it was like, it was, it was like, my mind was like, you need to keep doing this, but then I was also, like... You're getting validation for it. Exactly. And it was, like... So it was just such a weird, like, feeling. And I feel like... So when you comment on people's weight, like, you don't... You don't know what that person is experiencing. And you don't know where that person should be. Right. Like, in terms of, like, weight-wise. Like, yeah. that's between that person and whoever their health person is. <laughs> right. So I love that you said that. Um 
that, you know, you don't know what somebody's going through. Um, my company, well, my team that I work like directly with, we have this, um, we have this kind of, uh, committee, I guess we would call it, um, about body image that my coworker started who actually Mm -hmm. listens to this podcast pretty frequently. Um, but she, she started this committee about body image and every week or so, I think it's every week they have like discussions about different aspects of body image. And this week, um, there was, we had a discussion about this particular Ted talk, but one of my other coworkers said, um, she was talking about how her clients in the past have perceived like, oh, you've lost weight or, oh, you look skinny. And in order to avoid like that negative talk that is associated with like losing weight and like that validation that you don't know you're giving someone, she was like, why don't you switch the, the narrative and say, you look healthy mm-hmm. or like you look, you know, you look happy or like a, like a more positive affirmation rather than like you lost something, you know? Yeah. So I think that like acknowledging that those like small changes in wording can mean everything because you look healthy is a way different sentence than you've lost weight. Yeah. You know, and it can be perceived so many Or you've gained ways. weight. Or you've gained weight or anything regarding weight. Because mm-hmm. weight, there, there are just a lot of aspects to weight that are mostly out of your control. It's not directly mm-hmm. to what you eat, you know? Yeah, I agree. And I, I think weight changes and weight fluctuates as you, like, go through life, you know? Yeah. And, like, that fluctuation is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's completely but, normal. Yeah, but I, I think, like... There's a beauty in, like, looking at people for, like, beyond whether or not they fit this, like, certain, like, status quo of, like, skinny or thick or fat or whatever it is that you want to say. Yeah. And, like, really commenting on, like, like looking <clears throat> past the person because if you really pay attention to that person, you can see, like, are you happy? You know, like, are you feeling good? Like. Mm-hmm. Not, are you feeling good in the way that you look? That's important, too. But, like, are you feeling good, like, mentally and physically, you know, like... And emotionally. And and emotionally. Internally. Yeah, and, like, and if you, like, stop and, like, look past, like, this way, I feel like you could tell so much more about, like, a person. And, um, like, you you can just, like, see so much more of them. Yeah. And, like who they are and who they're, like, or what they're, like, experiencing. So especially, like, if you know that person, Mm -hmm. um, to, like, you know, like, really pay attention to, like, the people who are, like, close to you and not just, like, gauge whether or not you think that they're living their best life because they look a certain way. Yeah. And it fosters deeper connection, too. Like, commenting on someone's weight is so surface. It's such a surface-level um it's such a surface level conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you really want to have a deep relationship with someone or a relationship at all with someone, then commenting on how they are expressing themselves or how they look like they're feeling or something that shows that you actually listen to them 
is going to mm-hmm. foster a far deeper connection than just commenting on how they look. Yeah. You know. I agree. I think, like, when we talked about that, we kind of talked about, like, how we feel about how we look. Did we kind of talk about how we feel? Today and right now? Yeah. How do you feel when you look at yourself? Um, well, quarantine was weird for me because I, I don't know, I feel like I I wasn't very active at the beginning of quarantine, like, especially, yeah, I wasn't very active, I wasn't eating well, I felt like I gained a lot of weight, and then I kind of just, I probably didn't gain a lot of weight, but I felt like I did, I just felt like very sluggish. Then I started working out again. But recently I've been viewing my body like a lot more positively, especially now that I'm going to the gym and I feel like better about my strength. And I think that I I view my body in my strength, like not so much like in the aesthetics of it and how like I look, but how I feel when I pick up a weight, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I used to be really... I used to be really obsessed, not obsessed, but I used to be, like, really excited when my thighs started to touch again because my thighs never touched. You know, I always had, like, a huge gap in between my legs. And then when I stopped um, high jumping, when I stopped, when I retired from athletics, um, I gained weight. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's what I've been missing my whole life. I just needed to stop working out. So that really affected like, my whole two years after college, like, how I perceived my body and how I wanted to look and feel and, like, have my thighs touching because that's what I thought was sexy. That's what I thought was what I was supposed to strive for was Mm -hmm. this, like, these thick legs. So, I don't know. It's, It's really all over the place, but I think when it comes down to it, it's really about how I feel, about how I, how I'm, how strong I am. How about you? Um... I think it's really interesting that you mentioned, like, thighs touching, because for me, that was something that was, like, super triggering. Really? Um, yeah, like, one, I'm bow legged, so, like, my legs, my knees don't, like, my, I love my legs won't really ever touch. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Um, that I'm bow legged. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about you. <laughs> Thank you, I You're guess. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, so, like, for a long time, I was like, oh, I'm bow legged, so my thighs won't ever touch, but it was also, like, you know, this idea of like that is also like what people aim for is for their thighs not to touch right like you have small thighs and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so for me that was like a really big deal um I think like the way I view my body is like like it's complicated um because sometimes like I feel really confident about myself and then like sometimes I like I'm consistently like crying about the way that I look and Mm -hmm. it's like it's a weird thing but I think that as of late I've been feeling a lot better in my skin and in my body Mm -hmm. and um I started going to therapy again like specifically for this and um that's good one of the things that my therapist says is that in the morning and at night I like say three like strengths to myself and her whole thing is like to value yourself not in like your body but like in like who you are and like what your body does for you you know like that is like where that value like should come from and stuff and just kind of like changing the the 
thoughts like really re like retraining my brain so like what I ha- I've done for a while is like keep a thought log so it's like this is a negative thought this is how that thought made me feel this is you know like a way that I could rethink about that thought mm-hmm. and then this is like or yeah and then this is like a new phrase right reframing so like, it yeah consistently like doing that I don't really like write it anymore but like it's something like I do in my mind like being really aware of like those things that like make me like really self-conscious or like make me like want to like fall into like old habits and stuff Mm -hmm. so it's been really interesting but like also so I feel like at the beginning of this year I struggled a lot like a lot a lot and then like middle I was like kind of indifferent but I was also like you know like working out and I was, like, trying to, like, really keep my mind off of it. And then I started going to therapy, and I feel like really figuring out, like, the root causes of, like, why I think what I think about my body Mm -hmm. has been, like, a lot more helpful. Yes. Like, I've had, like, a lot less breakdowns (laughs) about it. I mean, progress. I mean, you know, thank you. We love progress. We love progress. Um, But, yeah, so I feel like I've been, I've been feeling better about myself, and I think something that I try to when I think about my body is like not necessarily like having to like be over the moon like in love and obsessed with my body mm-hmm. but like kind of m- practicing more like this idea of like body neutrality and like like this is my body and I accept it mm-hmm. for what it is mm-hmm. and I appreciate what my body does for me oh, it's like kind that. of like the relationship that I have been developing with my body. I like it. So, so, so kind of kind of related to that. Going back to the TED talk that I I talked to you about earlier, um, that we were talking about at work. Um, it's called body image, um, not just about you, or ju- not just about. Sorry, it's called body image, not just about your body, by um, Jesse Neeland. Um, and she talks about, she says something, she basically talks about, like, being sexualized at a young age and, like, blaming others or, like, being blamed for your feelings about your body by others, you know? And it leads to protecting yourself and blaming yourself for all of these things that happen to you. And she said one thing that really stuck with me. She said, it's not my body versus me. Like, we're a team. We're on the same team. It's me and my body together we're a unit you know and you heal Mm -hmm. when you heal the trauma of feeling unsafe in your body then you can start loving your body as it comes you know as it is and when you identify the origin of shame is when you can start appreciating your body and realizing that you and your body are one and are a unit and that really stuck with me because I feel like a lot of people and what I see is a lot of people are fighting their body to get to this place where they want to be when in reality it's you and your body getting to this place where you want to be, you know? Yeah. So I don't know when you said like appreciating your body and for, and body neutrality, that's kind of what I thought of. Yeah. And I think like for, for a while, like for me personally, I always thought like, um, like this is something that I've struggled with for a really long time. And I know like a lot of people like would, 
initially like counselors and stuff like that like would be like you need to like love yourself you just need to love yourself and I think that it's a very like this very odd way of thinking that like you have to be like obsessed with yourself to like appreciate yourself and to like move past something but I do think that like you know when like when I think about like having an eating disorder and like how like I navigate the world based on that it's definitely like um when you like look up things and like getting better and stuff there's just this like you have to absolutely like love yourself and it's like but there's a trauma there is trauma associated with it and there Mm -hmm. are things associated with it that like impact that and like the goal is to be able to live your life Mm-hmm. Right, like to live your life wholly without this impeding your every step, right. you know, and like sometimes the way to that is like is body neutrality. It is this like idea of like I like accept that this is the body that I have, mm-hmm. and I accept that this is a body that I've experienced so many things in, and it's done so many things for me, and I can do other things now. Yeah, you know, like I can think about other things. I can, I can focus on other topics you know without having this obsession um with that and so like I think that I probably should watch that TED talk because it sounds really good yeah Um, I'll link it in the description below (laughs) and I think (laughs) in the description below (laughs) and and the like I remember like growing up in like the black community I remember people being like that's a white person's issue yes you need to just eat or yeah. like you need to like stop whatever this is right and like it was something that was like really just like pushed off as like a white person issue which is like ridiculous it's not something we, we deal with yeah and I mean I think that like we treat a lot of like mental health things like that mm-hmm. you know yeah and honestly I think it stems from just the the generational trauma and that we like we have so many other traumas to deal with that this is just not one of them this can't be one of them you know Mm -hmm. but it is but it is and like the way that like we perceive it it is important like and for sure it's something that like we as a community should like allow ourselves to be like open and aware of like, this is happening. And, like, even if it's not an eating disorder, it's a struggle with body image in the black community. Like, kind of like we said with, like, the black woman conversation mm-hmm. where there's this, like, either or box that we fit into. You know, like, either we're this hypersexualized black woman or we're, like, trying to be this, like, dainty thin thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, when little girls see that growing up, they also, like, struggle with, like, how their bodies should look and stuff like that. And if we just, like start by like saying like this is the body that you have and like we're accepting that you know like teaching them to accept their body like I feel like we would get so much further yeah definitely for sure sorry that was like a whole like thing don't apologize that's what we're here for but um when you have like these thoughts about your body you know like and you have, like, this mixed relationship right, with your body, mm-hmm. do you think that, like, um, you you behave differently based on that? Like, or... So, 
I feel like I don't eat differently based on my, my body. Like I don't, I don't try to not eat or I don't try to like eat a lot just to bulk up. Like that's not something that I'm actively doing. I find myself not eating just because I don't want to cook and that kind of leads to weight loss. But I don't think like my behaviors, I guess, I don't really have, I don't, I probably, the biggest behavior that I probably do based on my weight is just like picture positioning, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest. If I'm being completely I honest, love that like, for you. <laughs> like, I really try not to look like a stick. And, um, I mean, saying it out loud like that, it kind of seems more serious than I'm trying to make it to seem. But honestly, that's, that's what I, I grew up being called a stick. Yeah. So I guess I really just try not to look like a stick, but I don't, I don't change my eating habits based on my weight. Um, but do you like, I mean, like other than like eating, I'm definitely trying to build a booty right now in the gym. That's what I'm trying to do. But, um, (laughs) I think that's, I think, I think that's also multifold. Like, I think that's also multilayered. I think it has to do with how I perceive my body. Like, I want to have an athletic built body. Like, even as an athlete, I wasn't very athletic, athletically built. I was just very tall and strong on the bottom. <laughs> like, that, that, those were my strengths. Mm-hmm. So I think now I, I'm really trying to aim for, like, this athletic built where I'm, I'm kind of built all around. Mm-hmm. So I think... I guess my behavior has changed in that sense where I'm trying to body build almost, but not body build. Just be stronger and look stronger. Yeah. How about you? I feel like... Uh, I don't actually, like, try to have behaviors associated with my body image. Good. Um, that's the goal for me. Like, I don't... Um, like, obviously in the past I've done things, but... Um, I think for, like, where I'm at and, like, where I want to be in life, I, like I said, I do my best to just, like, practice this, like, body neutrality mm-hmm. type of mindset. Um, yeah. So I I do my best to not do that because, I, like, for me, things like trying to lose weight or work out more, it's, like, a kind of, like, a slippery slope for me or things like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I don't... Sorry. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, you associate those activities with, like, different things, like emotions. Like, I'm going to work out because it makes me feel happy. Or you just... Um, How do you view working out when it comes to... I do it. Like, I don't... I don't even really say that, like, I work out. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I do things that I enjoy. Like, I stay active because, like, I like dancing. So I dance because I enjoy it. I pull because I enjoy it. I don't really view those things as, like, working out. Um, I don't, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't really, like, keep that. You don't really associate them with anything? Um, no, it's not that I don't associate with anything. It's just that, like, I just don't include certain like ideas or words like into my like I try my best to like as of recently to not have like 
associations with like words like that like no that like it's a bad thing like words aren't bad but just like for me personally it's like um I do what I enjoy doing you know like I pull and I don't really see it as a workout I see Mm -hmm. it as like you know something that I like something that I want to get better at um same thing with dance um yeah the goal is just like to stay active but not to like do anything attributed to like gaining or losing weight I like it so yeah so I don't like weigh myself or anything like that I don't I for sure don't like I do my best not to like restrict my diet you know mm-hmm. which I know a lot of people are like well I, like I'm not gonna eat this but like for me it's like easier if it's like this is what I'm craving then like I'll eat it mm-hmm. you know like, like Oreos like Oreos <laughs> like I like the thin vanilla Oreos because those are the best. Mm. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. I don't know about that. They are the best. I like me a thick um, black Oreo. Oh, do you? <laughs> Tell us more about your preferences. <laughs> I'm just... Ooh, that was so inaccurate. Um, <laughs> but I do like to dunk my Oreos in milk, so I can't do that with a golden Oreo. Especially a golden thin Oreo. Those bitches break way too easily. I love the thin ones. Honestly, like... You always I'll eat, have, though. I'll, I'll, yeah, I always have. I'll eat, like, a regular Oreo, but, like, quite frankly... <laughs> I'll allow it, but... <laughs> I'll allow it, but, like, it's not my favorite. But also, also, I think people who, like, double-stuffed Oreos... And, like, Ew. Mega-stuffed Oreos... Ew. ...are fucking insane. Like, Ew. I w- we were having this argument at work, and I was, like, telling this guy how much I despise it... And this so bitch gross. brought in fucking mega stuffed Oreos. No. And I was like, that is disgusting. Absurd. Ew. Honestly, that's for me, the cream is the worst part of the whole yes. cookie. Because it's so sweet. And guys, when I eat sweet, like when I eat way too many sweet stuff, my eyes start twitching. Wow. That's Did you intense. know that? You didn't know I, that. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. It, it's been a thing for a while. Like, I can't eat things that are too sweet because I just, like, I literally, like, my face seizes. Yikes. It's a fun time. It's a fun time. So I stick with my my regular stuffed Oreos, and I dip those bitches in milk, and that shit is, you know. You know some people, like, put peanut butter on their Oreos? Ugh. Apparently, like, it's a thing. Like, a lot of people really like it. I think about that, and my mouth is dry. Like, <laughs> that whole thing just sounds dry. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> like, I can't even imagine chewing that. Does your mouth even move when you have that many dry things in your mouth? What? I don't know. Alyssa What's doesn't. With have you, you ever had dry things in your mouth? Nope. <laughs> I have not. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Just a bunch Thank of wops. Thank you, Juliet. <laughs> Just a bunch of wops. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Um... Do you hear Jasper? It's literally every single time I'm recording. Okay, so let's go into final thoughts. What are your final thoughts on body image? So my final thoughts on body image are that um, body acceptance has nothing to do with how much you weigh or what you look like. So um, just being able to appreciate your body for 
the strength that it can give you and and what it can do for you and I think about like I'm able to walk you know and walking is something that we take for granted and there's people who can't walk and um my body gives me that ability to do that so just appreciating that and um and just accepting that how I perceive my body how I have perceived my body in the past has come from how other people look at me and not necessarily about how I feel about myself and now moving forward I feel like I I look at my body as how I feel about how strong I am and my strength so I feel like that's progress and um yeah I guess that's it (laughs) short and sweet I guess I don't know (laughs) yeah Okay, so my final thoughts are that, um, I, you know, when it comes to body image, we have a lot of things that, like, influence how we view ourselves, um, and whether or not you, you know, like, love your body or don't love your body, I think kind of like Alyssa said just like accepting your body for like what it is and like the fact that like it's gotten you through every day you know like it's gotten you to this point Mm -hmm. um whatever your body type is you know like whatever your body can do it's your body um I think also you know we have these like standards that are put on us and we have like all of these different word associations that we have and I would say, like, for, like, if if body image is something that, like, you struggle with, like, one, I would 100% recommend, like, seeing a therapist, you know? Because, like, you deserve that. You deserve to have someone that you can, like, confide in and talk to and to have, like, present to you, like, an unbiased and, like, truthful, like, perspective on, like what you have been through what you and your body have been through so first and foremost I would recommend that and then I would also just say like you know like be gentle with yourself mm. sometimes like we're our harshest critics Always. but really just like be gentle with yourself and like be gentle with your body it's your home it's your first home and mm. you know sometimes like we don't like things about our homes but like it's ours and we have to take care of it so take care of yourself and like love your not love yourself like like give yourself love you know like give yourself love and give yourself credit for the fact that like you've made it this far Mm. wow so i love that your body is your first home that was beautiful (laughs) all right guys so thank you guys for staying up with us we just wanted to remind you guys to vote Stay educated and get some sleep. We're going to bed. Um, you can find us on Instagram at BTC Podcast. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can get up in the ranks. DM us about this episode or any other episode that we have recorded. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to know what you think. We want you to join the conversation. So, with that being said, good night. Good night. Good night. (laughs) Ma, ma, ma.
I'm ready. I'm clapping those cheeks before we get started. <laughs> so, when we line up the claps, it's going to be you clapping your cheeks. <laughs>